0: Welcome to the Coffee with Jeff and Jason podcast. Tune in for freshly brewed discussion on everything you need to know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your hosts, Jeff Tessier and Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on? Podcast Nation it is Jason Harris here. and Thank you for joining me on another episode of Coffee with Jason and Jeff. I'm Jason and... Wait, no this is jeff over here that's jeff (laughs) over there um i'm feeling i'm feeling a little naked today because my soundboard died on me and i don't have the use of my big beautiful mic even though i'm so used to having it in front of me it's weird not it's like it's weird to do this like like Mm -hmm. i'm just like i've i've been literally i've literally had a mic in front of me for probably the better part of the last three or four years. So, not having one in front of me makes me feel Feels a little odd. weird, but a little odd. So, if uh, uh, I'm also a little under the weather today, uh, which I think a lot of people are, there's like something going around. You, you've been a little under the weather too, haven't yeah, you? Yeah,
1: it doesn't seem to want to let go. It's been uh last week and a half kind of. Every time I feel like I'm getting better, it just keeps coming back. Can't really shake this cough. <laughs> Some, some is
0: floating around, so if audio sounds a little weird today, guys, and I don't have my typical dark, sexy Barry Manilow uh, type sound, that is the reason why. It's all good. It's all good. But hey, the show must go on, and it's more about the content than it is the production. So uh, look, we have a great, great topic today, Jeff. Like I like this topic. I've had this chat now a lot recently. You know, a lot of preparation for 2023, right? Yeah. And it seems like I don't know. It seems like this always comes up every single year, which I always kind of think it's funny because it's something that really needs to change every single year. You know, pay plan strategies, commission or not commission—that <laughs> is the question. No, I'm definitely not a Shakespearean by any means whatsoever, but that was my best attempt. Um, <laughs> honestly, guys, the jokes don't get any better than this. Um, but 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 no, but no. I mean, I think look, I, I think there's. I'm there's a lot to be talked about here and um, I'd love to kind of get your thoughts before I get on my soapbox and share my thoughts, but you know, let's just kick it off there, Jeff, like commission or not to commission. What do you think?
1: Well, personally, I mean, obviously for me as a person and an employee working uh, throughout the years, I I like to get paid on what I did just because my performance was always strong. And there, right? And I believed I could always get it done. So I I enjoyed those, you know, bonus performance bonus plans or commission-based plans in those cases. However, given the situation that we're probably in today, you know, maybe some of that might uh, have to change. Uh, Maybe people's attitudes aren't quite the same anymore either, right? So... Uh, a lot of dealers that, uh, when I was with the last uh, employer, of the uh, the OEM group there, a lot of dealers were changing to like a hybrid system to try to help their salespeople along because of the lack of inventory coming in, right? Uh, mm-hmm. There was no real guarantees as to when that was going to happen. And, and, of course, you only get paid when the car is delivered, right? So you still got to get to work every day and you got to live your life, right? So I, I think... Um, I think maybe uh, a lot of that can change nowadays too. You you can um, set the expectation of what it is you're looking for in your staff and, and track that and monitor it so that you're getting that. Uh, so you're not feeling like you're just outpouring the money and not really getting the return either, right? So, But investing in your staff, I think, is the right move here today and uh, making sure that uh, they can have a good quality of life so that they're happy with what they're doing and, and are productive at work, right?
0: No, I'll, look, I'm I'm 100 with you. It's all about productivity and and but you know, uh, employee happiness. Um, I think it's a big one, right? Like, look, look, uh, both of us had have had the opportunity to walk into hundreds, if not thousands, of dealerships over the course of our um, of our time in the business. I have yet to see a dealership struggle profitably. When employee happiness or satisfaction is at uh, an all-time high. do you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. It, it's weird how those two correlate with each other, uh, but but they do, right? I mean, like like they, they they totally correlate with each other. Like I have happy employees, and my profitability is kind of somewhat in line between that. but let's 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 reverse all the way back to the employee itself, right? Because Jeff, I hate to say it, I think, You know, this industry, you know, there's not as many people, I would say, like me and you. Um, Yeah, that's a
1: rare thing. I don't know that that exists much anymore today, but they're going to give it their all as if it's their own business, right? I mean, that's how I treated every job I ever had, whether it was just a parts guy in, in the Chrysler store that I started in the 90s, right? So it was always to me, this is my business, how I'm going to grow the business, and I want to be rewarded based upon that, right? So I didn't want to be limited. And that's that's another thing. I never wanted to limit my own income or limit the income of my employees either, right?
0: Well, and look, that's a good point. I mean, look, both me and you and thousands of others that are still in the business now for the last 15 or 20 or 30 years, 30 some years, all right, got into the business. And let's be totally honest. We got into the business because of money.
1: Yeah, it, wasn't, we did. it wasn't for the just the fun you know <laughs>
0: yeah it was it wasn't like one day we woke up and go you know what i want to do is i, I want to sell cars that's that's what i want to do or i want to service cars like that's not something that we just woke up one day and actually said to ourselves that's what we wanted to do um, yeah. <laughs> it, but it was and look remember all it was all the advertisements you know
1: Yeah.
0: want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year in the first year of the first year of employment i'm like hell yeah i do Absolutely. Sign me up. I mean, look everything was just about how much money, all right, that you know, we could make. And and that's what drew us to the industry, right? Was you didn't have to have, let's say, an overly high level of education to make a six figure income. You know, there's you know, I think back, you know, when when we were in school and, you know, late nineties and stuff like that and mid nineties. And, you know, it was you were told, if you wanted to get a six figure income, you needed to go get an MBA.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Like that was how you got a six figure income. And then here comes car dealerships that are just like, no, not at all.
1: You just got to work Hell, 12 don't, hours a day. <laughs> you don't even,
0: yeah. You don't even have to graduate high school. And in some cases, even if you you don't have to graduate high school, if you spend some time in jail, that's okay. We don't mind. We'll take everyone. Um,
1: <laughs> it's like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish I or had, had more could right now, a fan like, out uh,
1: there, But, you know, Jerry Jones has his uh, <laughs> low bar.
0: There's some truth. There's some truth to that. We, we will let the Dallas Cowboys, along with car dealerships, will take care of anyone and everything. That was the case, right? Yeah. That's what attracted us to the industry was the money. I don't think that's what attracts people to the industry anymore. You know, um, I, I think this next generation, or even the current generation of uh, of people that are are entering the workforce, all right. It's funny. They should be looking for a large income most of the people that are coming out of college right now on average have uh, right around $40,000 yeah. in debt <laughs> uh from school and 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 the and then the average income for a college graduate is under $50,000 so they enter the workforce with a right around $40,000 in school debt and then they and, and the average income for them out of school is around fifty grand. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense for me, right? So it's almost like we should be promoting that. But 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 the people are looking for more right now than than money. They want to know that they matter think that appreciation
1: is a big thing too right i mean if i think back through the years right with my staff uh, uh, nice to give raises every once in a while obviously but just in encouragement uh, and helping them understand that they're they're making an impact every day that seemed to go a lot farther right you give a guy a dollar an hour raise or a dollar fifty maybe if you're really lucky and uh you know that might last a week or two and and then the reality of the situation sets in if it's not a great place of employment right so uh working together to make sure that they have that satisfaction is a big factor i think as well
0: well yeah, look at it this way look we, we are now working with a generation that was that grew up with experience right that's what they all they all thrive for everything they all thrive for experience you know they they, they they want to go on a vacation because the experience. They want to do this because the experience. They, they're they experience junkies. Like, everything needs to be experienced. I, I own a phone, and there needs to be an experience about it. I go to a restaurant, and I want to be blindfolded and eat in the dark. I got to have an experience. Oh, I don't know if that's... <laughs> but, but do you know what I mean? Like, everything has turned into kind of this experience. And, and that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a place that I go work and that there's an experience associated with that. But that is not what I think of a traditional hundred percent commission only uh, position is. It's 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 not necessarily it, the experience is what you make it, not necessarily what was defined as the
1: experience. That's correct. Right? You gotta like, remember too that, that that employees gotta remember that, that they're part of the experience, right? They they've really got to define what it is that
0: but that's They're what we're used to. That's, that's how that's how we <laughs> yeah. know it, right? But the expectations of this new workforce is that we define the experience, and they come. Look, look, everybody wants to go work for freaking Disney, yeah. right? They all want to go work for Netflix or Google or Meta. I was about to say Facebook, but you know what I mean. Like it, it, in their heads, they see these ping pong tables and beanbag chairs, and like they want to go work in an experience where I think. Our generation was, well, I went to go work for a place. They provided me a table, a phone, maybe a computer, (laughs) maybe. All right. And I had to create the experience. certainly no dream. You know what? (laughs) We're we're from the generation, and I think a lot of our listeners probably are from the generation. This this was a barbershop mentality, okay? I was renting a chair, okay? I – I gave up a percentage of the gross profit to the house so that I can have a space to build my own business. That is not what this current generation is looking for. And I'm not saying that in a negative way, by the way, it sounds like in my tone right now, it's a negative thing. I don't think it's a negative thing. Actually. I think there's actually a lot of opportunity. All right. To bring in some amazing talent, but commission and six figure incomes is not what they're looking for agree or disagree it's okay if you disagree with me no i agree I'm with that. i think uh,
1: i think personally that they're looking for the steady income like you said right uh, and that experience so really i don't think they're they don't even understand commission probably right i mean look at some of these guys coming from you know the the retail that's a good point. markets like best buy or whatever right yeah sure they've got spiffs and whatever i'm i'm quite sure that but they're not used to a commission-based structure right they don't even understand that that thought process
0: yeah, You know, that's so true. Like how many people that are working right now under the age of 30 actually understand the calculation of gross profit? Yeah. Probably, not actually, a, like,
1: probably too many, no?
0: <laughs> probably not too many. Like they don't, they never got paid off. But, and, and then even fewer, uh, when you get to a manager level, how many people can actually tell the difference between gross and net? Yeah. <laughs> because how many managers are still getting paid on net uh, versus gross. Right. Like, I mean, I had a young, uh, I had a young GM, uh, recently reach out to me who just, just became a GM and I think a little faster than he probably should have. Right. Uh And he's like, Hey Jay, this is my new pay plan. Like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, what do you think? Let's start there, right? Like, tell me what your thoughts are. Of this. Well, I'm going to get a percentage of this, and a percentage of this, and percentage of this. I say, that's cool.
1: Do you understand how that's all? How, how,
0: much, <laughs> how much? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's true. Like, how much control do you have over the fixed or variable expenses, and do you understand what the fixed and variable expenses are? He's like, yeah. But you know what? I'm going to get. I'm going to get any car I want to drive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's all you got to do. Is just give a nice car. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: I love. Look, um, look, I'll digress a little bit. I'll get off on soapbox here. The point of today's conversation was, guys, look, uh, the industry's changed a lot right now. Um, yeah. The workforce has changed a lot, and uh, there's so many things going on economically in the world right now that I think it's going to continue to change even more so. Um, you know, we're in, in some markets. We're already beginning to see unemployment start to rise. Yeah. Um, you know, based on I, I don't know, man. Honestly, I think it's like a 50 like roll of the dice at this point. Like it's just you know, like are, are we gonna are we gonna see the big you know R word, Are we gonna see the recession? We're not gonna see the recession. It's not gonna be two thousand eight. That I know for sure. It's gonna be more of a gradual, long draw. But hey, you know the bill is coming due for what we did during COVID. Oh, right. Yeah. It's. As I've been surprised just,
1: that we've been this long without any kind of, you know, payback for that. Right. So we'll see. You're starting to see a lot of things happening. I mean, mostly with the bigger companies right now. Right. But. That's going to come down probably a bit more as well, like you said, and maybe more of a slow, long, drawn-out process, which, mm-hmm. I don't know, that might be even be more painful. I'd rather almost get it over with as quick as possible so we can focus on the recovery portion.
0: Well, no, really, you're totally right. And not only that, it's also um, every uh, brand is going to have kind of a different approach to this, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, look, me and you were just talking to a dealership the other day that's like, no, I'm I'm, I'm back in full swing, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to like, I, the amount of inventory I'm going to see coming in over the next six months is going to be more than my lot can handle. And then we have the, oh, then we have people on the polar opposite of that extreme who's like, I'm getting 62 vehicles between now and Christmas and I've sold 97.
1: <laughs> and it's you not know, even like, clear sometimes what exactly might arrive. Right. So.
0: A hundred percent. Right. So like, so, so, I would love in this conversation to identify a singular pay plan that I think will actually work for this next year. But I think every single dealership uh, that's listening or watching right now is going to kind of have to figure out for themselves what is it, you know? And look, so here's my thoughts on pay plans, by the way. I think every single pay plan should have uh, three elements to it, all right? should have an element for effort, results, and growth. That's good, and 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 I find too often we usually get two of the three, and then we're always kind of wondering why we're not, like we're not moving upwards or anything. You know, it's like okay, I got, I'm, I'm paying people for effort and I'm paying people for results, but there's where's this growth factor? I'm not growing my business, and I think too often right now in our industry, I see a lot of pay plans that don't have that growth factor. Now, that's a very different thing than results. People think growth is results, but that's not necessarily the case. No. All right, there's a big, big difference there. And then a lot of the times we end up paying too much for the results, and we don't pay enough for the efforts. You know, and it's like, if we, if we concentrate on the efforts, the results usually come. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the given. So I think there needs to be a balance of these three um, in every single pay plan, but I'd love to get your thoughts.
1: No, I definitely agree with that. That's a, that's a great uh, opportunity there because it'll just keep everybody kind of in that same motion, right? Uh, in addition, not just pay. I mean, what's what's the growth plan of that individual perhaps, Like right? You know, uh, this is something we could all probably do a lot better. We always talk about it when we hire a new employee or get, you know, hired as a new employee ourselves, that there's going to be, you know, mentoring and talking and and these reviews quarterly reviews or or yearly and that's not to be a negative thing it's really more to focus on what has been the employee's effort what's the growth been what's these results and how can we help shape that better for that employee to make ourselves better right because really their success Mm -hmm. is our success Mm -hmm. that at the the end of the day and in addition i think people want to know where they are going in life right so if we can sit down routinely maybe if we can even quarterly at least right or or or, uh, half a year as a bare minimum just so that we can kind of either you know write things or or make sure that that person knows they're on track because when somebody doesn't know what direction they're going could be a big problem right so you want to make sure that they they're clear and they, you know, some want to grow within the company. So what's that growth out pattern look like? You know, uh, whether that be a two year or three, four year plan out in the future, is there that opportunity and is it shown how they can get there?
0: No, I think that's a really good point. And the other thing too, I think is key here when it comes to growth. It's growth for you as a company, not what your OEM is telling you. Yeah. All right. Um, those are things, what, what the OEM is telling you is what they need from you as far as results go. All right. That's not your growth. Your growth can be in line sometimes, but I find in a lot of cases, that's not in line. All right. There is growth is what the business needs to continue to grow and develop itself as a business entity. Then there are results and results is what your OEM is expecting of you to maintain your franchise <laughs> <laughs> All you want to know: are you,
1: are you contributing to the per unit sold uh... The roll number, right? So,
0: but I think too often I get into these 2023 conversations and I find like, like they just have results and it's like it's all based on whatever the hell the OEM was telling them. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, our OEM is telling them we got to have like this in this quarter and this by Q2 and this by Q3. And I'm like, that's fine, but that's what that's separate from what it looks like to grow as a business. Um, and then also, how does the results and growth ultimately affect the efforts? Because, like, if you if if your results are super aggressive and your need to grow is super aggressive, then guess what's going to have to happen? The efforts of that employee is going to have to be super aggressive. So you're going to have to balance out how you're paying for them. You can't just pay on simply results and growth uh, because the efforts won't be there. Yeah. Like it, it, it's a balancing game, and I think every dealership and, and it, it within every role, guys, this is not just. Sales, no, no. you know, like this. This is not. This is not just a sales thing that we're talking about, right? Like this is so true in the service department as well. I don't think we actually do this about. This. I don't think enough. Let's talk about growth real quick. All right, how many technicians actually have an opportunity to to earn or get rewarded based on the growth of the business rather than the results of the business?
1: It's very few. Yeah, it seems like, right. you know, every year there's always these labor rate increases. And even then, the, the, it might be difficult for the technician to, to get his piece of that, right? His growth is if he can produce 90 or 115 hours biweekly, right? Exactly. <laughs> and well, and
0: if, that's a tough one. That's a tough one,
1: right? But if they
0: participate in, in figuring out how to break that code, because look, there are departments that do it. We've seen it.
1: Yeah, right. there's been. Seen- I've worked for some companies that have these team plans, right? And that's we even implemented that at the dealership when I ran it. Uh, was it was to set the goal for the whole dealership and how we were going to achieve it? And we we would mid month because we were checking this monthly, right? Mid month, we'd see where we were because we'd want to know what it's going to take to get back on track or at least you know come to to make things w- where they should be, right? And we had a team payout for that. Right. So everybody was involved, whether it was the cleanup guy, the technician, the sales manager, the salesperson, parts guy, didn't matter. Everybody had a a role to play and it helped out for them. Right. So, and it wasn't a significant major value, but everybody had that pride to make sure that they were being recognized as a team that we didn't let everybody down. Right. So.
0: No, look, and I, I think that's that's a great strategy, and that strategy is that someone can include because you know what that includes is the, see that's the other thing too is pay plans. Big disclaimer, okay, when it comes to pay plans, you have to be aware that your pay plan does not create a superstar culture. Yeah, but to your point, maintains a team culture, because boy have I seen this get screwed up a few times, right? So guys, let me let me explain to this real quick. I'm, again i feel like this whole chat. i'm just on a soapbox i'm just like let me tell you well, <laughs> the guys, but, uh and, and i don't mean to do that like it's truly not 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 my intent it's just like i I've, I've even having to fight with this even with what i'm working on right now like a superstar versus a team culture is a very real thing and it's not just the automotive industry guys this happens in every single vertical you know possible um and, and, and I find myself even sometimes falling back into the superstar culture. The superstar culture is typically within your business. You usually have two or three people, all right, that is producing uh, more than either 40 or sometimes even 60% of the results, and then you have the rest of them that are just kind of not for anything, but you have your mid-level people that will perform at X amount, and then you have your super low-level people, right? So what it is is you have low, mid, and maybe a high level, and that's what creates superstar cultures. We see this a lot in professional sports, but sometimes it doesn't necessarily work out, right? Just because you got the you know the Michael Jordan you know playing for you, if if the rest of the team is not jamming together, it doesn't matter if you got the superstar. You're still not going to win a championship. Um, in fact, well. I mean, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> it's, it's probably a good example of that, right? Some superstars in there, but they can't seem to get in there. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, true. Anyways, 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 I digress. But, um, but, but no, we have to get away from this superstar culture, and we have to be very conscious of that when we're building out our pay plans, because our pay plans have a tendency of breeding a superstar culture and not a team culture, right? Because what the, if we put a pay plan that is so heavy? So think of those three things: efforts, results, and growth. Right? If you if if, if over fifty percent of your pay plan is on results, you will naturally create a superstar culture.
1: Yeah.
0: It'll it'll just happen, right? And that uh, works well for a few, but does not work for your culture. All right. And it's a short it's a short game, a short play, not a long term play. You'll never get to that place that we started our conversation today, right? We started our conversation today. What was the first thing we were talking about? Happy employees, breed profitability.
1: Well, and don't forget too, right? Your employees, as much as we don't like to think about it, are going to discuss their pay plans with other employees. It's going to come up. So, you know, you don't want to have, if it's all based on results and, and Johnny's a superstar, but Timmy's got a little bit more of a challenge. You don't necessarily want Timmy to feel like he's never going to be able to have a sustainable income because he might need just a little bit of help and push, right? Not to say that you should carry him all the time, but he's he's not feeling like he could even start, right? So I think a lot of people, uh, you know, aren't realizing how to work together is the biggest, like you said, right? So
0: Well, honestly, man, that, that's that's because we don't have a growth element. Right, so I love the analogy that you, you you just used because it's it's perfect, right? Like, I mean, you get someone who's performing at the highest because majority of your of your pay plan is built off of results, all right. And then there's no part of your pay plan that's built off of growth, right? So it's it's so this person may be getting high results, but the best says I mean they're growing year over year and performing better, all right. So they're, yes, they're nailing it here, but then the person that is really grinding trying to they don't get rewarded for that effort and time and growth and what ends up happening is that timmy over here bails
1: yeah he's gone for are, the two dollar an hour more job
0: well guys they just anybody out there watching and listening this industry has an 80 percent turn rate on employees 80 percent Le- I, I just recently read it. It was less than 18 months. Less than 18 months. And that actually surprised me. Honestly, I thought be culture
1: That is crazy. Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> less than 18 80% turn in less than 18 months. Why is that? We're breeding a superstar culture through pay plans that are so focused on results and don't balance both effort, results, and growth. Yep. You know, Anyways, now we're getting toward the television of our conversation. <laughs> maybe i'm a little <laughs> a little worked up
1: for, uh, uh, blood pressure through <laughs> the, the roof <laughs> we're gonna pick I an know. easier topic for you next time
0: i know see jeff this is why you don't let me pick the topics right all right we, don't,
1: <laughs> Point we started,
0: started, started not jeff was like i'm not sure what the topic is i'm like i'm like here hold my coffee no worries i got this um uh, <laughs> but this is the problem when i get to pick the topic and i'm just clearly like, yeah, let me tell you. Um, but no, look, I, I think the thing is, is not on the negative side, but the on uh, the positive side, how much opportunity this breeds.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think the the long goal here for people should be: how can I help my team to better grow themselves, better grow as a team, better grow my store, right? And if we work together with the strengths of every person that within that team frame and build those pay plans around their their efforts and their growth and the results, I think that we can really, like you said, that the results are just going to be there. We're, we're going to see that, that growth naturally, right? Sure. There's going to be some challenges, but we can work through those, right?
0: No, you, you're right. And look, and I'm telling you right now, I've been in i I've been in some amazing, amazing dealerships and some amazing groups um, that uh, truly do celebrate Um, effort, results, and growth in the dealership and to their pay plans. And it, it, I'm not saying that it it creates a culture, it is. You can see it when you walk in, right? It's amazing
1: when you walk into a dealership like that that seems to be uh, hitting all the marks on all their KPIs and you can't put your finger on it until you sit back and watch what's going on.
0: Well, the other thing, too, is because they're they're, they're celebrating, they're celebrating
1: we see this professional sports a lot,
0: right? Like you go out there and sorry, just because, you know, you put all the effort into it. Sometimes the results are just not going to be there, but by putting and leaving everything on the field and putting all that effort into, there's a growth factor that exists. Right. But when we're so focused on results, we don't get to a place where it's like look guys you know like I, this is not my peewee like you know uh soccer team or anything like that it's like guys just go out and have fun no this is like leave it on the field kind of level gladiator crap right like it's like you put all you got into it and the month just didn't happen right right
1: but you that, should that, still that be, be, be able you're learning see episode right so there's there's a lot to glean never, from those failures like we've talked about in a different episode right But
0: well look but but see that's that you, you have to be able to breed a culture around that where it's yeah. like it's no, okay we okay to,
1: to, to not hit it out of the park every single time right but what did you exactly, learn
0: exactly you're not going to win every single game like, nobody does <laughs> nobody does but we put right. so much effort we put so much of our pay plan into the results but we don't put enough of it into the effort like I want to know that we gave it our all. We left everything on the bloody field that month. All right. Like we put it all in blood, sweat, tears, late hours, early mornings, whatever it was, but just, it just didn't quite come together that month. That's okay. Because I think by putting through that effort, we, the growth factor, Yeah will pay for itself. Anyways, guys, I'll get off my soapbox. This is a fun topic, and I hope uh, anybody out there watching and listening who is discussing you know, their pay plan strategies for this next year, um, really take a look at those three different spaces, but also make it unique to your dealership. Everybody's got, are dealing with something else. We have, we have some OEMs that are, are going to be having a, a lot of inventory coming in. We have some that just don't know yet what they what they are and every marketplace is different because of economic situations right now as well so so look there's no one size fits
1: all by any means
0: take the time you may need to
1: revisit it through the year as well right as the year progresses next year because of what we may be dealing with so just uh, just keep that in mind and and make sure that uh, you've taken all those uh, points to heart and and uh, what's good for your your market like uh, we talked about
0: Perfect final thoughts, man. Thank you for doing that because otherwise, I probably just kept going. That's all. Um, good. <laughs> you're the ying to my yang. Um,
1: oh, boy. <laughs>
0: hey, everyone. It got weird. <laughs> this is a weird. Wow, the show just went a different reaction. <laughs> anyway. Well, guys, I'm out of coffee. That means it's we're done for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, spend a little bit of your morning um, or early afternoon, depending on where you are in the world uh, with us. You guys have
1: an amazing day. Take care, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the
0: Coffee with Jeff and Jason podcast with your hosts, Jeff Tessier and Jason Harris. Don't want to miss out on new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.